Getting you set for this week's action in Northern Colorado Preps. This is Preps Midweek on 1310 KFKA. Here's Clark Johnson. Good Wednesday afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Preps Midweek. A gorgeous Wednesday. Well, a little bit of rain. Tomorrow could be gorgeous. The This weekend is supposed to be terrific. Friday especially, 82 degrees, wonderful stuff. That means baseball season, folks, so uh, get ready. On the midweek today, of course, Quality Well and Pump, our great uh, headline sponsor of the program. We'll talk a bunch about them tonight uh, or this afternoon. I, I always say 4 o'clock is not tonight. Five o'clock is tonight, I think, but uh, we'll get uh, rocking and rolling. Uh, we will get to uh, baseball coming up uh, tomorrow, Eaton and Brush, four o'clock. Saturday, rewind at 10 a.m., folks, ahead of Eaton and Platte Valley baseball at 11 a.m. as well. Um, Tanner Schwint, our preps director, the host, uh, the award winning host. The award winning. Oh, of No Code Now, baby. Best talk show in the state in a major market, 9 to 11 every single weekday out here. Uh, Tanner Schwint jumping on with us right now to talk volleyball. Tanner, how are you, man? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. It's been a, been a minute since I've been on Press Midweek. It's week. been a minute or so. You kind of run this thing. So, yeah, <laughs> I just talk. That's all I do here. So, uh, let's talk about volleyball let's coming do up. It. Then we're going to get into. Uh, We've got Severance baseball coach Kevin Johnson coming on second segment. Talk about their historic first win right. as a school. Um, Carson Fagan, who was terrific. Tremendous. That, that what did he have? Was ridiculous. 16 Ks? 15 Ks 15, is what I got. 15 yeah. Ks. Yeah. He hit a home run in a 3-1 ball game. So we'll talk to Carson as well today. So this is going to be fun on the program. But let's talk volleyball first. Let's do it. Eaton Reds, uh, number one, nine state titles. And we're looking this up and we go, okay, Eaton's got nine titles. Remember the run where they had Gwen and, and the company had five in a row? Right. Uh, who's got the most? That would be Platte Valley. The Who? last one coming in 2003, though, so a little bit of a dry That's spell. Right. A little bit of a hiatus there, but uh, uh, yeah, Eaton, uh, Eaton uh, ready to get things going again, man. What has Gwen done with that program? It's been ridiculous to watch. I Boy. mean, it doesn't matter... Who they're who they have on the team? I mean, it doesn't matter if you've got the Courtney Lockies, right? If you've got the Terrence Siggs, if you've got the Chelsea Lockies, it doesn't matter. They uh, they she puts players in the best situation for the team to win, not just the best individual. Sure, uh, she does it for the best uh, for the team to win. And I think she's done it again this year. I tell you, uh, a couple of the players will be down there. So. It was supposed to be in Loveland, right? Uh, yep. the, the, the state championship tournament was supposed to be in Loveland. They said, well, there's not a whole lot of pe- uh, places to sit. Larimer County still a little bit stricter on COVID rules than uh, down in Colorado Springs. So they move it down to Colorado Springs, and they started at 8 a.m. Right uh, in our neck of the woods. Right? Right. Yeah, I can't, can't wait. It's just a little <laughs> drive over there. Uh, so I'll be down there, uh, and they moved it from, well, it was originally supposed to be this weekend. So going way back, it's supposed to be this weekend at Norco. Then they're like, okay, a big national crossroads tournament is happening at Norco. So they said, well, we're not going to try and compete with that. We'll push it to Monday, Tuesday of next week was the original plan. Sure. Then they say, well, we're just going to move it to Colorado Springs. Let's play it on Wednesday, Thursday next week. It's been a little bit of a mess. That's 20, 2021, so it's like COVID chassis season still. So we go next Wednesday, 8 a.m., uh, with the Eaton and Resurrection Christian, uh, the number one seeded uh, Eaton Reds, taking on the number eight seed Resurrection Christian Cougars. Eight in the morning. Up. 8 a.m. Uh, we'll be going on that one. Good so luck we'll, to you. Yeah, well, well, I'll be down there in Colorado Springs the night before. <laughs> of course. Uh, That's why I say good luck to you. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be down there, and um, 
Look, this Reds team, uh, talking more about them, you know, they've got they've got incredible athletes at the outside hitting position. You talk about Ab- Abby Hayes and company. The one that I think uh, that can really push them over the top, and they were playing tremendous volleyball at the end of the year, is Riley Martin. And Riley Martin's their setter. And she reminds me a little bit. Now, I, I don't want to discredit Chelsea Lockie at all, but she reminds me a little bit of Chelsea Lockie at that setter position. Sure. Just the way that she can contort her body and still she's so athletic that she she can get the ball and get it where it needs to be and let those outside hitters go get that uh, huge amount of kills. And now Chelsea Lockie, who did it forever at Eaton's, having a phenomenal career down at Florida Gulf Coast University down in Florida. Uh, so th- it's that just happens to be the connection that I see. I think Riley Martin can really push it over uh but you t- they're loaded they're loaded again this year and it's going to be fun yeah no doubt about it this will be uh as we said red's going for their 10th title you've seen uh, the patriot league's tough always i, I mean always. it's kind of like baseball too i look at so many so many now it's so many sports <laughs> where you go my god three of the final four teams or four of the final or four five of the, of the final volleyball. eight or whatever four yes for the eight vo- uh, volleyball teams in 3a or patriot league yeah uh, it's crazy so they get res uh, ben Reeser and his club, um, that'll be terrific. And then uh, 2 o'clock, you've got UH and Lamar, too. So uh, yeah. I can't w- cannot wait for that. Um, that should be a ton of fun. Lamar is ridiculously good. Uh, you know. And I was talking with Kevin Schaefer with Colorado Preps Radio uh, earlier on, on my program, and Lamar hasn't lost. Mm. So they're number four. But I saw University take Eaton five sets. I broadcast it. So that one, I think, is going to – I think I, I do like Eaton to step over Rez and, and move forward. That one is going to be the most, uh, for me, exciting matchup of that first day. Does UH have a chance yes. against – they do. They, they've got a chance against anybody in the state. Oh, when, is... when they when they play the way that they did that night. I mean, it was a couple of mental miscues. University uh, has a chance against anybody any given day. Uh, so, you know, th- those two matchups, and I believe we've got a 5 o'clock and an 8 o'clock game. One of those matchups is going to be Sterling, the defending state champs, taking on Lutheran, who has run number two in the polls all year long. Uh, I was talking with uh, with one of the Reds' parents, and, and she told me, you know, I'm just glad Sterling and Lutheran can, can go figure it out. <laughs> Knock one right. of that because it is single. They can el- beat up each other it, a little it, bit. It is, that's right. Yeah, it's single elimination this year, too, which is different. So that single elimination instead of double, to me, right away says more chances for an upset. The 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 longer you go in a in a you know best three out of five, if you can go four out of seven, right. um, the the cream's going to rise yeah. in that situation. One game that's that's what I say about baseball, the regionals when they're one and done. Yep. That's the dangerous part because then after that you get to the double elimination, and that's a little bit truer answer. Yeah, yeah, it, it is, and I. I go back and forth on this because I I love the volleyball state tournament. Normal year down there at the Coliseum, it's it's one of my favorite times of the year to, and, and favorite sporting events to broadcast because there is so much action. Sure, but I'll never forget that was 2018 when Eaton went in there and they were starting to go on this run again. And I believe that was Mackenzie Harris's senior year. They're going on this run. They beat Lutheran, who Lutheran was the number one seed at the time. I think Eaton came in as the number eight or number eleven seed, something ridiculous because of the amount of competition that they. Had played sure and they beat lutheran and we're like okay this team's gonna make a run well lutheran works all the way back up they meet in the semifinals and lutheran beats eaton and lutheran's going on to play in the stage it goes on to win this win the state championship i believe all the way from the back all the way from the back side and so i don't like that because that then you're one and one there eaton's beat lutheran once lutheran's beat eaton once but now lutheran's playing for a state title so i've had issues with that with the pool play match play but 
yes, there is more likely of a chance of an upset. You, you know, team gets hot, especially after a two-week layoff now. Right, the, these teams have not played. Sure. Saturday, last Saturday would have been the first time or the last time these teams will play until middle night next week. So yes, but teams like, with, with great coaches like Gwen and with a little bit of experience behind them, I, that's why I really do like Sterling Beaton Lutheran teams like that. They've been there. They know what it's like to play in that one. I mean, you got one shot, one shot at it, and they've had success at it. So I, I still like those teams like the Eaton Reds and, and Sterling Tigers and, and things like that. But, yeah, to your point, I, I believe there is more of a chance. 8 a.m. on uh, Wednesday morning next it's week. Really so, good. yeah, no doubt about it. What else do we need to know about the tournament there? Uh, any other things you want to bring up before we uh, shove you out the door? Here? Right. A couple things, I mean, to watch. We're going to be covering the 3A classification just because of the dynamics of how it goes down there. Sure. Windsor is the number one seed in 4A. I how about that? And Go Windsor Wizards. started yeah. to, to roll with some championships as well. Uh, but... There's going to be my the interesting thing for me is going to be uh, fan attendance. What's that going to look like? You know, I think I think each team gets about 125 fans. Is that per, right? Per team, right. so not bad. I think it's going to be. Uh, there's only going to be four matches going on in the entire uh, floor. Each time they're done, boom, you got to clear them out. Everybody's got to clear out, right? Everybody's got to clear out. So. To me, a couple things to watch is that. How does that play? Uh, there's Palmer Ridge down there in Colorado Springs. Lewis Palmer is always you know, tough down there as well. Cheyenne Mountain. Cheyenne Mountain, who's got the program. Right. right. And, and so I think that those are still your favorites to win the 4A. Can Windsor pull off an upset and go do it? Then that, I mean, that's going to be fun to watch as well. But uh, from the 3A classification, I, I think we're staring down at, at possibly the Reds going and getting another state title and bringing it back to, I mean, their trophy case has to be about full. And now, with the way everything else is going at Windsor, all you have to do is walk in the door over there right. and you're, you're signing for a state championship. Right, so right, right, right. It's been that kind of year, and I keep saying, everybody I run into in Eaton, what's in the water over there? How can this title little tiny town be so incredibly great at sports. They're winning incredible. And we go back, you and I, all the time on football and go, okay, let's count all the NFL guys right now. Right. Oh, where are they from? Right. Are they from Windsor? Are they from Rocky Mountain or Fort Collins? or Lo- No, they're from Eaton. They are. It's weird. I don't know what's going on in the water over there, but I, I was doing the math. I, I think that this would be their fifth state title as a school in less than a year. That's crazy. If they get that done. And they're going to go win a baseball one, too. Absolutely. They're going to go win a baseball one. The um, Reds are going to win a baseball one. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. I that, think they're they're prohibitive Ryan favorite. Yeah. ridiculous. I was talking with some people who watched his first game. He pitched three innings and didn't didn't give up a hit and hit four home runs. This was, this was <laughs> you yeah, kidding me? Yeah, I was talking with you about that today. Today, right. that it was a, a scrimmage against Fort Morgan, but the kid who He's drove in his, 50 runs his sophomore year. He's playing out of his mind. That's the 3A player of the year. If, right. if, if he stays healthy, that's the thing. Yeah, health is the biggest thing. So for any sport, whether it's uh, eating Reds on the volleyball court this right. coming, uh, you know, next week or uh, the baseball team, it's about staying healthy. So. Right? Yeah, uh, yeah, it, it is. And and I hope I hope that that's not. We don't see any injuries down there at state volleyball ball again down at World Arena. Have never had the privilege of broadcasting a game down there. I'm excited to check that out. But uh, we'll be we'll be at it 8 a.m. sharp Wednesday Boom. morning, uh, <laughs> and then we'll we'll be off for a minute, and then we'll be back uh, with that University and Lamar matchup as well. I, I, I 
know, I'm I'm a Patriot League guy. I, I would I'd love to see that matchup in the semifinals, you University and Eaton. Oh, wouldn't oh, that be boy. great? That would be fantastic, and that ensures that we'd have a state championship broadcast at least for us. So uh, that's that's what I'm looking for. I like the Reds to take it this year, but uh, we'll see if uh, if somebody can pull an upset. All right, we'll be hanging on by a thread and catch it uh, with Tanner on Wednesday at 8 a.m. here, folks. So uh, as early as you can get going on that. Hey, congrats on the on NoCo now, man. That is just great news. Uh, even a blind squirrel finds a nut every <laughs> once in a while, right? Yeah, no, no, it was, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. But... And you are able to join. I think the only reason we got one on preps is because your name was attached to it. So <laughs> I don't. I've been I, trying for that thing I've forever. I'm saying so. I did not know uh, my name got in on that one. <laughs> no, I'm saying um, <laughs> it, it's pretty cool. But uh, thank you for everything you do. And uh, well, for everybody you. that doesn't know, Tanner's a sales manager here and also our preps director. And, and things have changed. With Brady and and, uh, and Tanner in the house, man, things have changed here. And it's really made Preps Radio what it is. So um, we certainly appreciate that. Absolutely. Can't do it without the voice, though. I appreciate that, man. <laughs> All right. We'll come back in a moment. Continue Preps Midweek here. Quality Well and Pump. Oh, folks, Zomatics come out with their new control panels, including the touchscreen panel. It's awesome. Check it out. Call for inquiries about Zomatics' new panels. Is your drivetrain out of warranty? Electrical tower boxes and alignment in bad shape? And gun needs upgraded or added? You can get it all done. Uh, at uh, Quality Wall and Pump, give Skip and Christy and the gang a call. 353-3118, Quality Wall and Pump. If it has to do with water, Quality Wall and Pump is knocking it out of the park. All right, we'll come back in a moment and uh, switch gears, get baseball up on the hook. Uh, Kevin Johnson, first-year coach out at uh, Severance High School. He was a Windsor coach years ago, of course, the head coach there. First varsity game for Severance High School the other night, last night. Um, they come away with a 3-1 victory. We'll talk to Kevin about that. And then uh, his junior ace on the hill, Carson Fagan, who had an outstanding performance in his opener. We're back with that in a moment on the midweek right here on Northern Colorado's Voice, 1310 KFK. What's happening in your own backyard? Listen to No Code Now with Tanner Schwint a Northern Colorado's Voice, 1310 KFKA. Now back to Preps Midweek on Preps Radio, 1310 KFKA. Welcome back to the program. Let's get this thing rocking and rolling. Auto Collision Specialist Studios. I'm Clark Johnson. Thanks for jumping in with us. The Preps Midweek. Let's get to our coach's corner right now up on the hotline. The Severance baseball coach in his first year varsity-wise for uh, Severance High School, and they made some history with a win yesterday. Kevin Johnson jumps up with us right now. Kevin, how are you? Good. Good. How are you? Fantastic. Talk about last night's win, man. This is cool. You jump over there. It's it's groundbreaking. First year as a varsity team, and you guys are 1-0, a 3-1 win over uh, Thompson Valley. Yeah, it was huge. It's fun. It was nice. You know, we've been waiting for two years to finally play some baseball and sure. finally get to get that S on our chest and be an official, an official high school game. And so it was huge to, to get out and get started right and start a, start a program in the right way. Talk about the ball game last night a little bit. I love it. It's 3-1. I'm a baseball guy. I love defensive baseball. Give me pitchers. Give me defense. And it's fantastic stuff. Timely hitting. You guys out hit him 5-1. Let's talk about Carson Fagan first. Um, you always wonder about the arms early, but he was ready to go. Complete game, one hitter, 16 Ks. I mean, forget it. Yeah, he was. He was. He was lights out. It's one of those. 
and it's a kid who works hard and he's put in the time and he's taking care of his arm in the off season. So I knew he had some distance with him. The cool part is that we get to the last inning and he's you know we have the 110 pitch pitch sure, count limit sure. and he had he had 10 pitches left and so he threw 10 pitches the last inning and struck out three guys on 10 pitches. <laughs> Almost like he knew what he had left and he said, "Okay, I'm going to use this to the dime and yeah, then, he did and then get off the hill." That's great stuff. We're going to talk to Carson here in about 10 minutes, so hang on and we'll talk to yesterday's MVP, no doubt about it. Talk about your offense a little bit. Only five hits last night, but timely enough to get it done. Two runs in the first inning. Where was Carson's home run at? What part of the game was that? Uh, I believe it was the fourth inning. So okay. it was it was two one at that point. Then he made it three one to give us a little bit of cushion. Not that we needed it with him on the mound, but we got that little bit of cushion. We got two in the first with a RBI single by Mason Bright, and then um, Ty Hansen had a sacrifice fly that got the second run in. Which it's always nice to get two runs early. Sure. Boy, two nothing is is a huge advantage when you've got a guy like Carson uh, that's that's throw, in the zone right off the bat. So, um, how big is that for you? I mean, he doesn't need much if you're, if he's going to throw like that. You get a couple, you get three. You're feeling pretty comfortable. Yeah, that that makes me feel a lot better. And you know, we we're trying to get early in the early in the year. I wasn't sure how far we were going to get get him to all seven, but he kept his pitch count down. And, he gave us the chance to get through all seven. Yeah, pretty pretty uh, religious to the pitch count right now. Are you as a coach? Yes, yeah. We're, we're not going to overextend people, but you know Carson's been throwing all winter, so sure. we can overextend him a little bit. You know, with the with the with the Chaslick pitch count, you kind of don't have a choice with that 110 pitch number. So. Yeah, yeah. I remember when they put that in. We were doing a a ball game out at uh, Butch Butler in the state championship at the 3A level, and uh, Kyle Rosenbrock. I think he threw 140 pitches in the first game, and then <laughs> he came out and started and went three innings in the second game. And you were like, and the next year, I call it the Rosenbrock rule. Um, here, yep. here is the new pitch count. But uh, so all things considered, for you guys, you had three errors in the field. Defense an issue for you early or is that wipe it off and, and, and get it going yeah, and, and actually i hate to say that when you make three years but i felt pretty good about how we good, defensively. good one of them one of them is just a little you know it was up top to toss of the first baseman and a little footwork issue and so that's easily taken care of it wasn't blatant blatant things that were that were huge miscues so i can handle what we did yesterday boy no doubt about it and without seniors too uh kevin you're looking at this team and you're wondering who your uh, your leaders are uh, they did it yesterday and then look at uh, joe tamburo the sophomore he had the only he was the only multi-hit guy yesterday he had two base hits so yeah. uh, i mean you gotta love starting out with a win and as we said from the outset here that's big for this program you guys are learning how to win ball games going forward this is a great start yeah, absolutely, and that's what it is this year. You know, we'll, we're going to try and see as much success as we can. But you know, we're we're building a program, we're building it with young pe- young kids and young people that know how to play baseball and play it the right way is where we're going. Okay, when you were at Windsor, was that your first head coaching job, or did you go somewhere before that? No, nah, I was at Thompson Valley for that's right. ten years. Ten years before that. So, do you remember the first win at each school? Oh yeah, absolutely. And this is kind of different because it's a groundbreaking thing. You're you're at a brand new school, so it's not just your first win at a school that's already established. It's it's everything this year for Severance baseball is a first. 
Yeah, yeah, that, we, we were joking about that yesterday. You know, everybody we had every first from the first backwards K mm-hmm. to the first home run to right. you don't want the you don't want the first, <laughs> another one you do. Yeah, that's all kinds of good stuff. Um, Kevin, thanks for jumping on. I know you're busy. Um, we're gonna hang up with you at the, after the break. We're gonna come back, dial you up again, and and just get a few words with Carson if that's okay with you. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, thanks, Kevin. That's Kevin Johnson, head baseball coach out at uh, Severance High School. First win for varsity, and they're one and zero. I mean, boom, jumped right out and got it. 3-1 win over Thompson Valley yesterday. Uh, Carson Fagan was unbelievable. We'll talk to the pitcher when we come back in a moment. Uh, the junior out at Severance High School, the Silver Knights. Uh, Carson Fagan next on the program. Coming to you from the Auto Collision Specialist Studios. It is. It is. The Wednesday block here on KFK. And I'm telling you, this block party doesn't get any better. Uh, next up, we're going with... Uh, the uh, uh, Pick Central, that's right, the new gambling show. Then we get uh, the Nerd Show. Then we get Brew Talk. Then we get Nick Snacks, Fat Guys of the Movies. I mean, just put your dial right here on 1310 KFK, and you're good to go the rest of the night. Back in a moment from Northern Colorado's Voice, 1310 KFK. It's a party in Northern Colorado's Voice. 1310 KFKA, the block party, Wednesdays from 4 to 10 p.m. All right, welcome back to the program from the Auto Collision Specialist Studios. It is Preps Midweek. Help is on its way. No help needed for Carson Fagan last night. The kid was on fire. And he's up on the hotline with us. Our profile brought to you, of course, by Martinez Roofing, proudly serving northern Colorado since 2000. Steve and Jenny Martinez, the great owners there, not only are they roofing repair experts, but insurance storm specialists handed off to Steve and Jenny Martinez at Martinez Roofing, and they'll get everything settled for you. 330-6557. That's the number to call Martinez Roofing. All right, up on the hotline right now, 1-0 on the year, a perfect 1-0, the first win in uh, Severance baseball history at the varsity level. Carson Fagan jumps on right now. Carson, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Fantastic, man. Congrats on a huge effort last night. How cool is that to get win number one for this program? You know, it feels pretty good to get that one out of the way. Boy, Many more to come. Boy, I guess so. Let's look at last night for you. Right away, even warming up, did you know, did you go, boy, I'm in the zone, I'm hitting my spots? Yeah, my bullpen before the game yesterday, I knew it. I knew it was going to be a good day. I was locating pretty well. Absolutely. What was working for you best? And, and i got to ask you, as you get into this game, especially second time, third time through the order, um, how good is your catcher? How good are you are remembering already where the weak points are of these hitters? I mean, are you great at registering, hey, this was the guy that didn't like it in, you know, low and inside. This is the guy I got to go after high fastballs. Um, your catcher and you, how important is that? Oh, yeah. Ty, my catcher, he called a great game last night. And, yeah, we definitely recognized that my slider was working really well and I was able to locate both my slider and and fastball. So we did a really good job of keeping all the hitters off balance. It was good. 
Fantastic. Um, there were a couple of errors in the ball game for you guys. I get that, but really, as far as you were, only three base runners. I mean, a couple of walks and the base yeah. the base hit. So limiting guys. Are you more? Some pitchers really thrive when there's guys on base. Um, how are you? Are you? Do you, does it matter to you if there's guys on base? Are you better when you're just mowing down the guys in order and there's nobody on base? Where do you prefer to be? You know. I would say I prefer when there's nobody on, but when there's people on base, you know, you got to just hit your spots and locate so they can't move up and they can't score. I guess I guess it's just more motivation as a pitcher when there's guys on. All right, 21 outs last night, 16 of them were Ks. Um, is, is that you all? I mean, 16 Ks in 21, you're not going to do that every night you come out. Right. But however... Um, do you consider? Are you a strikeout guy? Is that is that your 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 deal? I mean, you want to K as many guys as you can. Yeah, that's always the goal. But ground ball and fly ball outs are also pretty pretty good. So no doubt about it. Let's talk about at the plate, man. You, I mean, you did it on the hill, of course, in, in great in great fashion. But yeah. you, you also knocked out your first homer of the year. I think sixth inning, a little bit of insurance for yourself and the team. Yeah. Um, what was the pitch? What did you see? What did you hit? You know. I knew he started me off with two fastballs early in the game, and uh, I knew he was going to come with the breaking ball. So I was just sitting curveball, and he threw me first pitch hanging curveball. Just got the barrel out and hit a good one. Man, that is great. Laying on a curveball, too, that's pretty good stuff because most yeah. hitters want to let that uh, that waggy stuff go by and, and lay on a fastball, <laughs> but uh, uh, good for you, man. Um, hey, we're, yeah. we're so proud of you guys at, at, at Severance getting that first win, and for you, it's got to be cool because you guys have to be sitting in the dugout. That's a first this, that's a first that, and yep. it's first everything, right? Yeah, it was cool because Cam got the first hit last night and Thompson Valley threw in the ball. Oh, is that right? That's cool. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Did you get to keep your game ball at the end? Um, I didn't get the game ball, but I got the the home run ball, of course. Uh, so. All right, you got your home yeah. run ball. That's that's cool yep. stuff right there. Hey, uh, Carson, thanks for jumping in with us, man. Congrats on a big, big opener, both sides of the plate for you guys, and uh, can't wait to see you guys on the field this year. Yeah, thank you. You bet. There's Carson Fagan, the junior. Complete game, one hitter, seven innings, 16 Ks out of 21 outs. And then, just a little icing on the cake, sends one out of the park in the sixth inning for insurance, and they get the 3-1 victory. Great stuff right there. All right, we'll come back in a moment and continue with the program here on KFKA. When we come back, we have Eaton Baseball tomorrow. Eaton and Brush, 4 o'clock. We kick off this Preps Radio broadcast. I cannot wait. It's like Christmas for me. I cannot wait for tomorrow. Logan Mosier, uh, the senior, is going to be going for. He's on his way to you, Mary. He is uh, going to start for the Reds tomorrow. So cannot wait for that. Um, in uh, honor of that, we had caught up a little bit ago, a couple of weeks ago, with Todd Hernandez, the head baseball coach at Eaton. We'll play that back when we come back. Right here on Northern Colorado's Voice, 1310 KFK. Want the whole sports story in Northern Colorado, the state and the country? Tune into the Hall Show, weekdays noon to 2 and 1310 KFKA. Welcome back to the program, Auto Collision Specialist Studios. 
Doesn't this get you fired up? It's baseball season, folks. Yeah, the Wilburys, baby. Jeff Lynn and uh, company. The traveling Wilburys love that stuff. All right, games today. Uh, right now, just got a uh, update on the Eaton Reds out in Brush. Number one, Eaton. Number nine, Brush. And uh, after two innings, one nothing Reds. Ryan, you're doing his stuff. Couple of strikeouts in the ball game so far. So. Uh, the Reds and this pitching staff, uh, they've given up zero this year, folks, in two innings. one nothing Reds. Reds and Brush will go again tomorrow, 4 o'clock. We'll have it for you in Eaton. Uh, tomorrow, our first pitch at 4 o'clock. Uh, other games today, Rez Christian, number three, Rez Christian, number two, University, out at UH. You don't have a score on that one uh, yet. Dogs big Sterling yesterday to uh, open up the two-time defending champion run uh, for UH. Uh, so good win yesterday for a team that's got no... No varsity experience on the hill. Um, they've got to figure it all out, whereas Eaton has the uh, best pitching staff in the history of mankind. So we'll see. Boy, the, the back-to-back on Thursday, Saturday, middle of the season between those two teams, uh, that's going to be fun. Pueblo West is at Loveland. That was a 4 o'clock start. Northfield is at Greeley Central at Butch Butler. That was a 4 o'clock start, all pending the weather, of course. Uh, Fifth-ranked Rocky Mountain, Scott Bullock and his group are at uh, Mountain Vista today, 5 versus 3. That's a 4-15 game. And uh, Fort Collins at Denver South, uh, Wag team at 4.30, taking on Denver South on the road. So those are your local games today. Hey, we caught up with uh, Todd Hernandez, head baseball coach out at Eaton. They're leading their game right now, but uh, Todd talked a couple of weeks ago about this squad, what it'll look like in 2021. And uh, let's get that interview right now. Todd, how are you? I'm doing well, Clark. Thanks. How are you? Fantastic, man. Let's let's just quick for the listeners out there. You're such an Eaton guy, um, and, and Eaton baseball goes back in your family a bunch. Didn't your dad coach? And and I mean, you played as a, as a Red growing up. Tell me what your connection before you ever got to the head coaching job here with the Eaton Reds baseball team. Um, it goes back a while, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, it does. I uh, probably I started playing here when I was about five years old, and. Um, graduated from Eaton, played for Coach Stanley. Uh, and then, like you said, my dad was a, a coach here. He, he was a pitching coach uh, for about 13 seasons before he passed away. So, um, And then I, I was able to coach in the summers for a lot of years while I was in high school and back in college and things. So, yeah, so a lot of a lot of time spent at the old baseball field here at Eaton, so a lot of good memories. The pinstripes are, are uh, they're significant. I mean, it's, it's, it is one of the best programs in the history of the state of Colorado in any sport. I mean, it's, you've got to be tickled pink to be part of it, not just uh, today, but, I mean, in the long run. Uh, yeah, you know, it has a wonderful tradition. A lot of good kids have come through here, a lot of really great baseball players. So uh, just to have a small part in that program uh, is uh, very overwhelming but uh, also very proud to be part of it. All right, let's get the bad stuff out of the way. Last year we get to, you know, uh, the uh, spring season and COVID says, nope, we're not going to do it. And Chasta says, nope, we're not going to do it. And uh, it's, it was terrible for the seniors. I mean, that's a bummer for those guys, no doubt. And now I'm looking going forward and trying to get information on, you know, where are the big players going to come from. And we're, we're looking at players who were sophomores, you know, in, in 19 when you guys went to the Final Four. Um, so coming forward, i got to tell you, Todd, I'm hearing a lot about um, this team that you have this year coming up, but tell me about the travails of no baseball last year and the difference coming into this season for you. The great thing was club ball, I get that, but boy, it's been different for you to get this team on the field this year. 
Uh, it really has been a, a very different. You know, we last year we were able to go out. We had finished a scrimmage out at Berthoud. Uh We're getting ready to do some things, getting ready for uh, the season kickoff the following week, and everything got shut down. And uh, everything was such up in the air and, and uh, trying to, you know, are we going to play? And the start date kept getting pushed back. And then, obviously, eventually, uh, Chassa canceled everything. And um, so it's been a long time coming. Uh, the guys have done a really good job of, uh, you know, meeting on their own. They, you know, they, they play club ball. They just get together and go hit and throw and do things at the field. And so, um, you know, this year, like you said, it's basically a full two years off uh, from being together as a program. But uh, they they've been around the game and they and they've uh, been working out together. So I'm excited to get them back there. But like you said, we have some sophomores or guys that were sophomores. Um, you know, they have been you know played significant roles as uh, varsity players, and now they're seniors and they're getting ready to lead us a little bit. And then we have some key uh, sophomores and juniors that are going to be really kind of getting their first swipe at, at varsity baseball. Um, but uh, you know, we're expecting big things. All right, let's go to it first because I'm not I'm not creating any great news here. The cat's already out of the bag. This pitching staff's crazy good. Um, if everybody stays healthy and everybody comes and, and does what they we think they're going to do, and we're going to talk to Ryan here, we're going to talk to Logan Mosier, we're going to talk to Tate Smith. Um, you, so just kind of knock some stuff out for me that maybe isn't true. But I'm hearing all of these guys are touching around 90 or better right now. Is that what you know? Um, yeah, you know this is this pitching staff is uh, like you said, probably top to bottom is uh, the best that we've had certainly since I've been here. Sure, uh, they've got uh, you know a, you know a lot of talent, um, but they're work, they're hard workers, they're they're disciplined, and I think probably the most important thing right now is that, is that they're they're pitchers, they're not throwers. So um, you know we're really excited about having the depth that we have right now. Talk about the the arms too. Are we ready to go? And and I think we fall back and go, okay, how much did they play club ball coming into uh, the spring season here at Eaton? And how are those arms? Do we still need some time? Are we going to need some time into that season, which for you guys begins on the fourth at Brush coming up here? So we're not far away. But how do they look coming in? Are you confident they're going to be in a good spot in a weird, weird year? You know, I, I really am. I think the, the kids, again, have been smart uh, about their throwing programs. A lot of these guys, they, they have individual uh, coaches that they go work with or they, they've been throwing, you know, since, uh, you know, February or, or January. And, and so uh, we've been definitely uh, cautious with certain things. We don't want to get them out there and, and have them, you know, throwing a 100-pitch bullpen or any of those kind of things like that. So we've been kind of taking a step-by-step approach, and that's the key, keeping everybody healthy, um, understanding that, uh, you know, it's going to be a, a quick season and they've got to be ready to go on May 4th. Uh, but again, I think we're fortunate enough to have the depth where we don't need to kind of run guys out there for an extended period of time, uh, especially if they're not ready. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we, t- we talk about club ball, and I think what I'm finding out from most of the as, – as the season is a month later, basically. Usually we're done that first weekend in June, but we're going all the way through June. That is, that's club time usually for these kids. They jump right out of the uh, school season and jump to club. Um, it seems like the club coaches are kind of working with the high school coaches, saying, hey, you got them through June, and then and we'll take them after that. It seems like it's working pretty well. Um, you know, it really has. We haven't had any uh, anything uh, pop up uh, to this point, and uh, the kids have been really been focused on on getting the high school season rolling. And uh, you know, at the same time, we understand that there's uh, other options out there. So we're really fortunate that uh, our kids are, are invested and have bought into what we're doing here. Pitching ahead of hitting right now. Uh, definitely, we had uh, you know we've been doing some open gyms and and those kind of things, and so we get a chance to see them. 
uh, go at each other a little bit. And uh, it definitely uh, pitching ahead of hitting as it, as is typical. Um, but I'm I'm pretty confident in our in our hitting catching up. Yeah, boy, you guys in 19. I remember you guys were so good defensively too. Um, as we look around uh, your, your team coming up here, uh, how do you feel defensively? Do you feel like there's places you need to kind of shore it up, or or where are you at looking on the uh, on the glove side? Um, you know, I think you know uh, all coaches are always a little bit worried about little things here and there. But um, to be honest with you. You, with this group here and all of our open gyms, they've been really kind of paying attention to detail, uh, focus on those little things. So um, I think once we get outside uh, consistently, you know, some things may pop up here and there and just kind of just get into the routine of, you know, fielding live ground balls off a of bat, um, you know, in a game situation. But um, really at this point where there's a lot of competition for some spots and, um, you know, I think that'll help us, uh, you know, stay focused. But, uh, you know, once we get those little things ironed out, I think we'll be fine uh, defensively as well. Who's the leader in the clubhouse to catch this unbelievable staff? Um, you know, that's that's a great question. We have a lot of <laughs> we, we have a lot of choices um, right now. We again, that goes back to um, last year. You know, we would have had Rope for Rich back back yep. there. Yep. And then he uh, kind of you know, wasn't able to play. So we've got a, a couple kids coming in uh, that'll they'll be helpful. We've got uh, Brogan Barr. Um, he's going to be a junior uh, mm-hmm. this year. Uh, Ryder True is a, is a catcher that is you know big kid, big strong kid. Hurt his knee during football, so we're waiting for sure. clearance on that. Um, we've also got a, a couple other uh, younger kids that could catch. So we we've got about four or five kids that are kind of competing for playing time right now. And um, like our uh, catching coach always says, uh, Keith Larson always says, is, uh, their primary job is just to catch the ball right now. And we can work <laughs> with right. we can work with the other stuff. So. Um, you know, I don't care if they hit a lick. We, we just got to be able to, to play some defense back there. Boy, no doubt about it. Um, talk about the, the the this conference. I mean, the Patriot League, the best conference in the state. Um, this has got to be a tougher year to kind of get a handle on everybody else because, of course, we haven't seen uh, these teams in, in a year and a half or so. So we kind of don't know who's going to be the, the guys that really jump from that sophomore year to now their senior year. A little tougher for you to look at that? Or are you not even concerned about looking at other teams? It's just about focus on the Reds right now. Uh, kind of a combination of both. Obviously, um, we need to take care of our business first. We need to make sure that we've got all our ducks in a row and, and our kids are focused on doing the little things and playing the game the right way. Um, but at the same time, uh, like you said, we know we play in the toughest conference in the state with, with UH and Rez and Sterling and Brush. Sure. Um, you know, we're, it's going to be a dogfight day in and day out. And so we've got to be aware of, of what they've got and, and what they're doing. But like you said, having not played for two years, you're going to have some growth. You're going to have some kids that are probably a little bit smaller that now not even going to recognize on the field and, <laughs> you know, throwing a little bit harder and, and doing some things and uh, maybe adjust a little bit, maybe to be able to hit the curveball a little bit better than sure. they were two years ago. And so we'll have to adjust and we'll definitely scout and, and uh, pay attention to those kind of things. And the way our schedule is set up this year where we play everybody back-to-back, so we'll play, like, for example, we'll play Brush on the road on that Tuesday and then come back and play them at home yep. on that Thursday. Um, I think charting, you know, charting batters and, and having our Thursday starter pay really a close attention to what they did on Tuesday will be helpful and, um, you know, kind of have to approach it a little bit more like a, a college series uh, than we have in the past. Yeah, we'll have our uh, our broadcast opener actually on that Thursday, May 6th, out at Eaton High School against Brush in the second game of that two-game set. And I love that. I love that. I see the one down the uh, Thursday and Saturday, May 27th and 29th. you got University back-to-back. We'll have both of those, I know, on the broadcast schedule. So uh, it's going to be a ton of fun. Talk about, uh, Todd, talk about your staff a little bit. Have you been able to stay with that same staff again? Uh, we have, you know, that's uh, that's a huge 
uh, benefit for us. So we've been consistent right there. We have uh, Scott Longwell, solar pitching coach, and Coach Hughes, you know, coach softball, but he's still doing the hitting side of things, as well as Dustin Duncan works with our outfielders. And like I said, Keith uh, Larson works with our catchers. So, um, you're having that. All right. There's uh, Todd Hernandez. Uh, couldn't quite fit all of that one in, but uh, Reds right now in brush, leading one nothing after three. So the offense is not getting it rolling. However, Ryan, you're doing his thing, the lefty. Three shutout innings for the Reds so far. I think he's going to be the 3A player of the year, just saying, for the champion Reds. Ah, uh, who knows? The university is going to have a lot to argue with. Uh, Casey Miller and folks, 1-0 uh, and o to start the season, and they're the two-time defending champ. All right, uh, hug your kids tomorrow, 4 o'clock, Eaton and Brush Baseball on Preps Radio. We'll talk to you then. Have a great night for Ryan. I'm Clark on Northern Colorado's Voice, 1310 KFK.